What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. What it do, my baby? Chilling, chilling. Feeling good? Mm-hmm. Munching on that popcorn over there? I mean, a little bit. You know, it ain't never nothing. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Jay, I'm going to tell you, listen, the fall slash winter done swooped in. I don't even know why we act like we have a fall in, in Michigan. Do you feel like we got a fall, a, oh. a distinct fall season, or is it just like summer, winter? So let me tell you, I didn't even tell you this. I have begun, well, I had begun to think fall was my because you know I used to love summer but as I'm getting older I'm less tolerant of being hot mm-hmm. so fall started to become my favorite until mm. that is your friend Lungi mm. ruined it completely by saying I don't know how y'all can love for all y'all people who love fall uh, how can you be happy about nature dying <laughs> Lisa it ruined my life <laughs> Lungi is so ridiculous. <laughs> I, and I started looking at the trees like that ain't we talking, it's pretty, it's orange, it's red. Ain't number death. It ain't number death. <laughs> that is the most morbid, ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, how did she take this from me? <laughs> Why you let her steal your joy? I don't know. But every time I see the leaves now, I feel like that ain't number nature dying. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> And I'm taking her out to dinner tomorrow night for her birthday. And I'm going to go off on her. Like, stop ruining my friend. She loved nature. <laughs> That's the worst thing to say to you. It, 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 you know what? It is. You know what I mean? She hit me right in the heart. Like, right in the middle. Yeah. I'm like, I'm celebrating. No, I love nature, and that's just the center of my world. It is, and and she out of line, and I'm, I get her together tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, I tell her I to stop. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, listen, Jay, I'm pack my bags. Um, I got to go. I can't stay here another summer, winter, spring. I Traveling, you think it's an upper, mm-hmm. but it turns out it's a downer. It's secretly a downer, Jay. Mm-hmm. If you come at home to somewhere, that's not as, as where you just came from. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know, we last podcast episode, we were in Denver. We were on the West Coast. You know, since then, I've been in Atlanta. So it was in San Diego last week. And just honestly, Jay, like, I'm, I'm like... Boarding a plane that's headed for DTW, mm-hmm. that's headed for Detroit Airport, is like a depress. It's like taking a depressing drug. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably like knowing you know how people get sentenced for jail, but they don't have to go right away. <laughs> 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 it's like you know in three weeks you about to. It's probably that feeling. Like it totally is. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. Like all the happiness, the smile, yeah. the the light. And, you know, people be so proud of their home city. I rep, you know, NYC. I rep the Bay Area. I rep, rep the A. Man, when I'm traveling, people are like, where you from? I be like, Michigan. <laughs> I rep I, the whole state. Don't ask me no further questions. Moving on. Because you ain't loyal. I know I'm not. And I'm not. And don't <laughs> ask me to be. You ain't loyal. I'm not. And don't ask me to be. We don't have no. The, the vegan food scene here is so disrespectful. Super disrespectful. Oh, my God. It's so difficult for us to eat. Like, literally, I was in San Diego last week. Shout out to Jocelyn, our Farm to Table alumni. Uh, Jocelyn lives in Cali, San Diego area. She met up with me in downtown San Diego. Took me out to dinner, Jay. Bomb all plant-based Japanese restaurant, ramen, sushi. She got me food to go. Like mm-hmm. it was so um, it was so easy to eat there. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't remember even I don't even know if you remember when me and you were on the phone when I was at lunch. I told you I was walking to lunch. Yeah. And I called you. I man, 
it was our spot. I found this little vegan cafe mm. in La Jolla. Oh, it was it was all plants. I sat outside, kind of like in a nursery. Wow. It was like a tea house. You go in and order, and you come sit out in the courtyard. It was a courtyard. That make no sense. Surrounded by nothing but plants, Jay. And I'm sitting there talking to you. I got a oh salad. I got my mushroom soup. I had a veggie sandwich. Oh, here. And some like crispy potatoes. It was just so a hundred. And I just looked it up on my phone. Like, oh, it's a great vegan cafe. You know, five minutes walking distance from you. Damn. I'm just like, why? Why? So anyway, listen, I'm being Houston in a couple weeks. We're going to see what Houston's talking about. We, me and you, we heading over to Arizona in December. And just the more I travel and see how much they cater to plant-based diets, it's so hard to come back home. It is. Not to mention the, the, the value placed on health in other places, too. It ain't just the food. It's just like the activeness of the community, the value systems around entrepreneurship, just the opportunities, nature alone, just what God created on that side of the earth versus like it's just it just hit different. So definitely I'm going different. west. You going to come visit me all the time. All right. All the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to be your next door neighbor. Not physically next door, but oh. like maybe five minutes driving distance. Oh, I was about to say, don't give me hype. Yeah, for we'll down. be a we'll probably torment the community. <laughs> we actually probably should not live in the same community. <laughs> Jay, we would get put out of the community. <laughs> Just being happy. Just from happiness alone. I'm talking about from pure <laughs> Joy. Joy. <laughs> I don't know. They're just walking down the street at 5 a.m. laughing. <laughs> I just keep hearing plant-based and, and something about vegan and happiness. <laughs> they set up a random farmer stand <laughs> on the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, in, in obedience. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All of this alignment mess. Who's available at Tuesday at 10 a.m. for cocktails? Who does that? <laughs> yeah, we will probably get put out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of when we took that Dave Ramsey class and the instructor came up to us like, Why y'all keep laughing? Why are y'all always laughing? We, just, we didn't have an answer. He like, y'all laughing at me? Like, no. I didn't even realize that he it made him self-conscious. Me either. We, we, we I didn't, didn't even know we were laughing that much. Things just be hilarious. I mean, funny. super hilarious. Yeah. So, so anyway. So, said all to that to say, if anybody got like an Airbnb room for rent, you know, just an empty basement they ain't found nothing to do with and they want a plant-based roommate. I don't need nothing but some plants and a couple beans a day. Um, some little sunlight. Give me a little heel or something to walk up and down every day and I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And you better than you are here. 100%. Because just like when, where were we? New Orleans? And we were just looking, you know, just the whole vibe of embracing nature and embracing a more... And I don't want to say it like, oh, my God, we wear weeds, we wear lashes, we wear. I mean, it's just the just being closer to the original. Yes. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, natural hair and I can't say natural bodies in California. Can't no, say that. no, you can't say natural bodies. You definitely can't say natural bodies. I can't say that. But, you know, I, I, that's just the kind of environment I want to be in, you know, where, where the focus is not on superficial things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Detroit yeah. Is, is, is very superficial yeah and, and it's, it, a, it's a blue collar town too which is an issue for me like it's not an entrepreneur like atlanta is a really entrepreneurial city mm-hmm. like i realized that remember that event we went to wait a minute no 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 the event we went to was in denver 
the business pitching event. Yeah. But that's how Atlanta is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a real, like, people, like, got their business. Like, it's a really entrepreneurial city. Detroit is such a blue-collar city because it comes from all the factories and the, mm-hmm. you know, automotive Remember when we was at the comedy show and everybody worked at Chrysler? And I was like, I don't believe it. They got to be joking. And I believed them. Yeah, when the comedians was like, who all work at the plant or mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't even know that was still a thing like yeah. that. But yeah, you're so right. I was like, they got to be lying. But. No. No, it's such a blue-collar city. So just like the idea of starting your own or doing your own, it's just, it's even fi- harder to find that community and that click and that support. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just look at different stuff like that when I go to different cities. And this ain't it, my baby. So if anybody got a spare room, I don't require much. I don't require much. Um, listen, Jay, let's get into, before we get into wait, what, uh, so I got some, um, Quick black health history. I don't have no plant-based news. I got some quick black health history. So I know you heard of Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Okay. So um, I just want to read a bit of this article. First to remind people who Henrietta Lacks is. But then I'm so happy because our family is finally getting their just due and suing a company that stole her sales. So a little black health history for y'all today. The family of Henrietta Lacks, a black woman whose cervical cancer cells were taken without her consent in 1951, cloned and widely used for medical research, has sued the biotechnology company Thermo Fisher Scientific, arguing that the company derived profits from her cell line long after its unethical origins became publicly known. The legacy of Lacks cell line, known as the HeLa cell line, dates back to 1951 when Lacks received treatment for cervical cancer at Johns Hopkins Hospital. During the biopsy, Dr. George Gay sampled cells from Lacks tumor, cultured those cells in a lab dish without Lacks knowledge or consent. To Gay's surprise, the cells just kept dividing indefinitely, which no cell line had ever done before. So it, her, her cells became known as pretty much immortal and they will go on to use her cells in the advent of the polio vaccine to test um, uh, against HIV, herpes, Zika um, and multiple other vaccines. And, and never her or her family have ever been compensated from it. They just literally. Yeah, it's know. crazy, right? So <clears throat> Lax died soon after this biopsy in 1951. Her family didn't learn about the use of her cells in research until the mid 1970s. The family hasn't received any compensation for the use of lax sales, although more than 100 corporations, mostly pharmaceutical firms, have profited off the HeLa sale line. And um, almost all medicines that have been developed and marketed have been tested on her sales. Wow. Crazy. Why did it take so long? So what's happening now? They, they finally have their, their day in court or? Well, they're suing the company. So, I thought they sued them like years back. No, nah, uh-uh. Because I, I read the book about her. Um, and not to my knowledge. Oh, wow. I thought they sued them a long time ago. Nope. Um, so in the lawsuit, her family is seeking financial compensation from the biotech giant and an agreement that the company won't use um, her sales in the future without first obtaining permission from her estate. So black woman, sales snatched. Again, once again, we have been used for the advancement of medicine in this country that we've historically seen literally over and over and over again without our consent, against our will, without our proper compensation. And um, now her family is starting, you know, is suing and trying to pursue this. But, you know, just like they like they really think we're three fifths of like we're really nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it still just pisses me off. And I just don't want anybody to forget like this is why I started the Black Health Academy like 
for us, by us. We need to be in communities and entities that have our best interests at heart and where we're being fed information for the longevity of us and our and our offspring um, without any ill intent behind it. You know what I mean? Right. Because, oh, it just pisses me off every time. And I'm just like, oh, my God. But anyway, so shout out to Henrietta Lacks. That's Black Health History for y'all today. Um, giving her some love. But now we're on to Wait What? Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last couple of weeks that made us go, wait, wait what? what? Jay, I was... Um, <clears throat> so the first way what I was doing a speaking engagement a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Pat, one of our current firm to table students who booked me for the speaking engagement, right? So she booked me for the speaking engagement, Jay. She was like, you only got like 10 minutes, you know, cause we Damn, got, that's exactly what I said. So when somebody books me to speak, but they only want me to do like a snippet snippet, it almost causes me stress. Cause I'm like, what? Yeah, you know, I want to save the world. So I'm like, what can I do? That's a commercial. So I came in like hot coals, Jay. She, I was the last one to go up. It was like a Tuesday evening, and I was like the last one to go up. I, I watched a couple people speak before me, and um, she, you know, she came up. She introduced me. You know, Lisa A. Smith. She's gonna talk to us about plant based nutrition. Blah blah blah. Right. So I'm like, forget it. I'm not holding back. I'm about to. When I have that short amount of time to speak, my strategy is um, clickbait, like shock value. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, everybody about to die. You know, <laughs> blah, blah. you know, I'm just going in hot fire. I ain't got time to be like, drink a little water. Yeah. Do a, you know, so I'm like, I need to scare you into submission in mm-hmm. these 10 minutes. Okay. So I went in, went crazy. Right. So I look at her. I was like, I don't even know if I got time for questions. I look over at Pat. I'm like, Pat, my time up. She's like, keep going. Just keep going. Right. So I just kept going. Right. So we got to talking about sugar. So this one dude raised his hand and he like, let me just tell y'all what I do because it works for me. Okay. It (laughs) works for me. And maybe, you know, this will help some of y'all. So he basically is a sugar addict. But he said his strategy is that he buys the family size of whatever it is, the chips, the Twinkies, whatever. He eats a few out of the box or the bag and he throws the rest away. And that's his strategy for eating healthier, eating cleaner, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I tore him to shreds, right? He jumped right in the shark tank. Jay, I'm talking about in the shark tank. <laughs> he thought he was giving the best piece of advice. <laughs> oh, clear everyone, throat and everything. Everyone who's struggling. <laughs> I've discovered <laughs> the secret sauce. <laughs> Follow me. He said, I go to, one, you know, maybe a warehouse club or something. Buy a family size box of Twinkies. I don't just go get the two pack, and then I just eat like four of them, and then I throw the rest away. He said, "I know, I know." He said, "I know some of y'all might think that's wasteful." <laughs> that was his concern, Jay. I know some of y'all might think that was wasteful, okay? But that's what works for me. <laughs> oh my god! I what I would have given Jay. to be there and watch this take place. I say, God, is it Christmas? Did this just really fall on my lap? Is it my birthday? <laughs> oh, sweet Lord. I hope you left that man some some body part intact. Because I know Not you. They still looking for pieces. <laughs> I said, my, my, my sir, that is the most absolutely ridiculous thing 
I've ever. So I went off, right? So then <laughs> at the end, he like <clears throat> clearing his throat. And it, it got to the point he just had to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole. Was, that was almost equivalent to when somebody tried to heckle a comedian. Like, oh. That's oh, exactly what it was. Oh, oh, did you really? It was plant based heckling. <laughs> he came for my neck. So I had to go for the jugular. Yeah, you did. Talking Jack. foolish. Oh, talking foolish. But this was the icing on the cake. He like, that was the way what? But then come to find out, he's like, so we we all, you know, I finished ripping him a new one, telling him that was the most ridiculous strategy ever. And uh, we all just, <laughs> the whole room cracking up. We had a fine time, fine time, fine group of folks, right? <laughs> I say that to say. I say that to say this is a fine group of people. But he like, yeah, I think you know my niece. I said, who's your niece? He said, Kelly. I said, Kelly who? I know he wasn't talking about. He's talking about Kelly Dorn Jones. I said, my assistant at Farm to Table? Yeah, she always talking about all the stuff you taught her and everything she done did. And you done helped her reverse her diabetes. And Wait, I, t- I said... You, Jay. Oh, that took it up three levels of three disrespect. Level. I said, you Kelly's uncle? And he came up in there talking. Oh, my God. I don't know who texted me first when I got out of there. I, Kelly called me. She said, I'm laughing so hard right now. My uncle called me soon as he left talking about, your coach just went off on me in front of everybody. <laughs> Said she always talking to us about eating the plants and drinking the water and all the stuff you done taught her, but I guess I should start listening to her. <laughs> what? You, the way you what? would not be this close into the, I, I don't even know the word, the circle, the you're information. You're not far removed the, from what, you, what you're supposed to be doing. You're literally health adjacent. Health adjacent. You are literally health adjacent. And I buy a family box of cookies. And Gather around. Yeah. I, I'm going to give y'all this nugget for free. <laughs> now, next time, you got to pay. <laughs> I said, woo, intervention. Hold on, sir. Let me say, girl, girl. people who are listening to you right now. Girl. girl you, that was divine timing. I'm talking about what? You telling these, you running in these streets telling people to buy a family pack or something so it appear as if they eat less. <laughs> what type of oh, witchery man. is this? Witchcraft <laughs> is this? What you need to do? <laughs> buy 30 Twinkies. Eat four. <laughs> and my baby, you made it. What? Oh, Ooh, girl! The things classic. people will do to hold on to their addiction—that's classic. That's real classic. Ain't that classic? I said, wait, what? <laughs> Listen, I know you think that's wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Might sound wasteful to y'all, but it works for me. Oh. I said, my, my, my. Listen, my second way, what, Jay? <laughs> I don't forgot we're supposed to talk about anything else. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Oh, oh, we got a podcast. Right, right, no, we still on a podcast. Oh, okay. No, we still recording. Go, go on. Okay. Uh, my second way was, so Jay, so first, you know, last week um, for your, uh, for Christmas, for your sister's husband's birthday, we did a surprise birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. So we had this nice lounge and we having a good time. Great time, right? 
So me and your sister, Taj, we go to the bathroom, right? We in there washing our hands. Just, you know, bathroom trip together. You know how girls do. We in there kicking it, mm -hmm. right? And then it's another woman in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the woman, you know, we just minding our own business. Me and Taj were kicking it. And then the woman is in the bathroom and she look up and she say, are you the farm to table lady? Right? <laughs> And Taj would go crazy, go wild. I'm talking about lose her mind, right? <laughs> Taj would like, and I'm and I'm all like, yes, yes. She's like, oh, I listen to your podcast, blah blah blah. And now she's like, I can't remember your name, but I know firm the table, firm the table, right? And so I'm like, yeah. And so uh, she Taj would go bonkers. <laughs> oh my god, you just got recognized, blah blah blah, right? So Taj would start dancing all over the bathroom. The lady, I think she got embarrassed. Like, Taj she has no shame. Taj didn't even wait till the lady left out the bathroom. I did. She told the lady, like, this my friend, this my friend. Yeah. <laughs> right. So go crazy. She did it in front of the wow. In front of the lady, Jay. Like, I mean, were you point, embarrassed? Yes. You know I was embarrassed. Cause you know I don't be like yeah. feeling like popular like that. So, you know, I'm super embarrassed. I'm like, Tajma, stop. And the lady is like, she so, so she got in on it, like, okay, 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 you know, like, okay, we happy about this, okay. So then another one of our friends come to the bathroom, Tisa, and Tisa, of course, like, what's going on? Tajma told her, like, this lady just recognized Lisa, blah, blah, blah. So now it's a party in the bathroom. It's a party in the bathroom. I'm talking about a party in the bathroom, right? So finally, the lady finished washing her hands. She leave out the bathroom. Shoot, she leave out the bathroom. I go crazy. Right? <laughs> we made it. We made it. Right, so we all going stone cold crazy, like lit. Everybody geek, we dancing. We on our way, baby. You know, you know how we do, right? This the one, mama. We eating. Quit right. your job. Quit your <laughs> job, mama. We eating. This it. This it. That ain't the wait. What I said all that to say. Fast forward to today, right? Mm -hmm. So today I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym. I just like kind of finished up like my heavy lifting workout. I finished off with like 10 minutes on the art trainer. So I, I went over to get some paper towel to clean off the machine. Right. And a girl had just walked up and she uh, got on a bike that was like two, two machines down. She got on a stationary bike. So she pedaling, whatever. So I'm cleaning off my machine, about to grab my water bottle, get out of there. And she like waved me down. Right. Mm -hmm. And she like, wait, 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 wait. And she pulled her mask down. And she like, it's your name. So Jay, my heart like, you know what? I'm out here. Oh my God. Like this, you know what? Now they recognizing me like this, like in the gym, in the club, in everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Find a table. You say, Smith, what you want to know? <laughs> right. Slanging these plants <laughs> every damn day. <laughs> Is your name Tony? I said, what? <laughs> I'm like, no. Oh, you look like my friend. Never mind. <laughs> Jay. Wow. Jay. My ego ain't never been so broke. <laughs> did, you, did you put your pen back? You thought you were about to sign up. I thought you were about to sign up. You got the you, you want me to kiss your baby? What you need? You bought the plant-based food. Well, what do you want me to say? I said, who in the devil is Tony? I said, Oprah don't get mistaken for nobody in these streets. Uh, you look like my friend. I could have died. All she wanted to do. Jay. 
And she took a slight little pregnant pause after she said, is your name? So I'm all sitting on the edge of my seat like, it's It's definitely me, Lisa A. Smith. Yes, in the same building. Yeah, no flesh. (laughs) I still be roaming amongst the public. (laughs) Is your name Tawny? And you know when she first said your name Tawny, I thought she probably watched her stuff but got your name confused. No. No. She thought I was Tawny. She don't probably ain't never even heard of a plant-based diet. You hear me? Damn, sis. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I got a way of humbling you quick. I said, I knew I should have never danced around that bathroom with Tyler last week. Oh, my God. Ooh, you talking about somebody being uh, flown right back down to earth? <laughs> you should have never did that spin and that twirl Dad, in that bathroom. I said, I knew that final spin was too much. Nah. Nah. You and Tyler would be doing too much anyway. Way too much. <laughs> she said, it's your name. Oh, okay. You look just like my friend. Have a good day. Have a good day. The walk of shame. I'm talking about the walk of shame, Jay. Oh, oh man. Yeah. 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 I can't so, say I'm sorry that happened to you. I needed because I needed to be humble. Yeah. I needed man, to be because oh oh I was God. still kind of floating on that little pop off last Tuesday, oh but he took care of me today. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it'll be more. You'll get recognized again, no doubt. Just yeah. on the, you always get recognized on the river front. Yeah, come on. Yeah, let me just get back outside yeah. with my people that's exercising. That's where I run into them anyway. Yeah, you're not going to know Yeah, yeah. You're good. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Is your name Tawny? I said, who in the devil? Yeah. Hell, that was the devil. <laughs> so that happened. Damn. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to text times. We're like, I'm about to tell, like, girl, it's happening every week now. It's a weekly thing. I'm in these streets saving these lives, getting recognized. Yeah, put your phone up, put your pen down, pick your chin up. And pick, pick your, your chin, chin up. up. Take that with you. Don't tell that. Don't leave your chin hanging like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you look just like my friend. My bad. Have a good one. Wow. No, you have, you know black people always say something real nice, but the meaning no, you have a better one. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> have a blessed one. Make sis. it a great day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, probably day will come where I will not get recognized for anybody other than Lisa A. Smith. We damn, working on it. Damn. Yeah. Another reason to move to the West Coast. I'm sick of these folks here. <laughs> they don't know a celebrity that's, that's when they see one. <laughs> Anyway, listen, real quick, speaking of Farm to Table, listen, I got to play this for you real quick, Jay. Man, stop laughing, first of all. We done here. Wait, what is over? Okay. okay. All right, moving on now. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you that, like, Lord. Wow. He, like, he really will put you on cloud nine to bring you right back down. I'm laughing. He told she paused. I'm talking about, is your name? Like, she thought I had to think of the name first. <laughs> right. Oh, that's um, hilarious. Yeah. All right. Go on. Yeah. Let me wipe the tears out my eyes. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I was ready to, you know, you get my John Hancock, kiss some babies, take yeah. some some selfies. Listen, she just, shame on her. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I started to tell her shame on her. Yeah. You but should, I had to get you up You should have recognized right. me. Right. Let me tell you. All anyway. right. Anyway. Okay, so. Speaking of from the table, listen, if you've been on the fence about joining my signature group plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table, you're about to get off the fence right now and jump on that wait list. Listen, Jay, you have to hear this wonderful, wonderful uh, testimony by Linda. She's one of our current students. So here, look, here's the backstory, y'all. Right now, we're in the midst of fall 2021 semester Farm to Table. We're only at the halfway point. The program is 10 weeks. We're at week five. The program started October 4th, Jay. 
October 4th, right? So, you know, we're in the middle of doing the one-on-ones right now. So I had a one-on-one with one of our students today, Linda. She gave me permission to share. And um, I was just so happy for her. So I wanted to just share. Um, and Linda is 66 years old. She said it in, in the, the hookup. She's 66 years old, just to give you all a little backstory, you know. And she joined Farm to Table and for this semester. And, you know, she came in with, you know, some little aches and pains, some little chronic health challenges. But I'm going to let her take it from here. This is our one-on-one from literally today. Um, and her just telling me, I asked her, you know, tell me, you know, about your some of your non-skill victories that you've had in the program so far and just these first four classes that we've had so far. And um, for those that, of you who don't know, we have this thing in front of the table called scale and non-scale victory. So a scale victory is anything that's attached to a number. So it's not just your weight. A scale victory could be your blood pressure going down. It could be your A1C going down. A scale victory is anything that's measurable, right? And then a non-scale victory is a victory that's not necessarily attached to a number or metric. Um, so this is Linda talking about her experience so far in fall 2021 semester of Farm the Table. questions for you because this feels like such the perfect fit um i i just can't how i feel i i feel so much cleaner on the inside my digestive system with this intermittent fasting i don't have the queasiness that i i've been battling um i i have so many non-scale victories until i don't even know if you want to look at me no more <laughs> so she got it she got it. <laughs> but I, i'm just i'm just so happy with the program and i think this is the best money i have ever spent in my life i have a girlfriend that's trying to she wants me to go to the biggest, biggest loser fat farm and i said uh-uh honey you don't need that I said, all they're going to do is teach you how to eat the worst stuff in a packaged, prepackaged way. I said, you need to get on this class. He said, you got to give. I said, you got to give it up, but it's for your health, and you don't miss it. Yeah, you don't miss it. But like you said, it's the journey of the mindset. Yeah. And, but once you're there, I mean, man, you are there. So thank you. You're and welcome. I'm thinking that I will want to take it again, but I think that, that for the winter, I'm going to try on what we've done here and then come back in the spring when I'm going to be faced with the summer temptations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You already know. As long as you know yourself, if summer mm -hmm. and spring is a trigger, then you know yep. what fear to yep. have support. Yep. Yep. So I have all this to work on and, uh, I'm just so happy, Lisa. I am so happy. So that's what obedience gets you. You know, you you followed your mind. You know, to do it because so many people like they get in the program and they're like, "I have been considering taking this for a year, two years, and I'm so mad at myself for waiting." And it's just that disobedience, you know. And then when it comes to your health, I think sometimes we don't understand and we don't always have the luxury of waiting. Things are progressing if we're not aggressive, you know. And, and yeah, I was going to say, and you don't even know they're progressing. Yes. See, that's the scary thing about it. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on on the inside. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because everything doesn't present itself, you know? Um, and so everything doesn't hurt, you know, or debilitate you. And so sometimes we have no idea. Like, if you're not actively putting things in your body every single day to maintain optimal health, then you're not necessarily healthy. And that's why I say the absence of disease is not the presence of health. It's not a diagnosis that should tell you it's time to get to work. It's just the fact that you want to be here living as optimal as possible to let you know it's, it, it's you got to do something today and every day. Every so, day. Yeah, no day at all. So I'm really proud of you. So talk to me a, a little bit about some of these non-scale victories. Okay, where do I start? Okay, well, first of all, the digestive system, is really clearing itself up. Sometimes I've been getting like, like I say, about right around here, mm-hmm. I will get spasms mm-hmm. and they'll twist up. And I won't say they hurt, but they do. But and I'll have to stretch my body out or massage it. And I know it's my my um, upper intestine. That's the only thing I can think of that would be in that area. Um, and that happens sometimes. Well. I have, I won't say it's gone, but the, the frequency has, have just, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. I noticed that a big difference that I'm not having that discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the, the intermittent fasting and what I'm eating has a lot to do with that. It's giving my system a chance to rest mm-hmm. and do the work that it's designed to do. So that's a big, um, plus, um, my constipation is, is trying to work itself out. That's another area. Um, I don't have reflux anymore. That's a, see, all of this is, is, is part of that. And that's connected to the gallbladder that I had removed um, and had still been eating fat. And, and I know without a gallbladder, you can't process fat. So not the way it's used to. Um, but your bile is still running. You, you you have all these biological functions that they say, hey, I don't have this organ to do what it needs to do. So this discomfort or this, this person has to go somewhere and it's going to manifest in another part of your digestive system. So these are the things that I notice that um, I'm working through. Um, the osteoarthritis and inflammation is still huge. But the pain, I have not had pain medication since I started the program. What? So I, I've been tempted, like, to this morning, like, last night, this morning, I thought, well, maybe I, I, I'm going to have to take one. And then I got up this morning, and I said, well, no, I don't need it. So I haven't had any pain medication. And I was taking Mopic, which is uh, once a day. Um, and then, but I would take it. As needed. I wouldn't take it every day like they told me to. So I had done that on my own. But even now, for this stretch of time without it, it's kind of unheard of for me. Mm. So no Mobic, no Elite, nothing. No ibuprofen, no nothing. So I've just been using my hot water bottle, you know, or ice packs in that area. Um, I don't have so, the, as many skin disruptions as I had before. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Of course, I've lost some weight that, that contributes also mightily to the hip, I'm sure, and my joints. So, um, the, my shoes fit better. So I'm having better, uh, you know, my feet aren't bothering me as much. So I, I got a, I'm like, there's a list. Um, <laughs> the brain fog is not as bad as it was. I have it, but 
bad as it was. Um, it's, it's just, like I said, it's the best money I've ever spent in my life. Um, you're paying for peace, like you said, and, and when you work it, it's like, it's, 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 it's just a no-brainer. And as I said before, uh, my family is watching me, and they're, they're still, like, looking like, Mom, really? Yeah. My son is like, you still you doing all that plant? I said, yes, it's plant-based, and you need to get on the train, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, like, over the moon about it, really. Um, what else is going on with me? All right, so we'll stop it there. But listen, man, I never get tired of hearing testimonies. One body at a time, Jack. I never get tired of hearing testimony. It makes me feel so good because we've been, I mean, you started off with hearing yet a lax and to, to be hearing a testimony like this where we recognize, and we talked about this in the alumni support group too, where, you know, it's up to us. We have to recognize that we are, we have to be our own advocates, you know, and with a black woman leading the forefront mm -hmm. and, you know, black women just taking charge of their own health in the program mm -hmm. and it's just being all black and we, everybody just winning and, and knowing now that really, really, no, really, truly you've been misled. Like, yeah. no, no, really, we're not joking. That's it. It's not some type of con to get you in the program just to get you. No, when, once you get in, you realize like, wow. All these things that we have been taught and programmed to believe has been doing so much damage and disruption to the natural process. I mean, even to our mind, yep. even to, I mean, it's just funny how when she was talking, it just always, I'm always reminded of certain things that, you know, even you could be plant-based forever, but then you, you just forget about certain aspects of it. And it's just how everything just works together like yeah. how how our how our bodies are so and sophisticatedly it, there's no sophisticatedly a word no okay yeah. i didn't think so no i won't disrupt you though <laughs> i don't think anybody was confused about what you was saying this ain't that like, podcast oh no this ain't grammarly no <laughs> this ain't the grammarly podcast but <laughs> how sophisticated <laughs> our bodies are you know designed like it's really sophisticated it's really intelligent everything is connected you can't have a headache and think it's just your head exactly. you can't have heart disease and think it's just that it's everything and once you start working on it everything gets better yeah the clarity the brain fog the way you think about yourself the way you feel the, yeah. your, your energy you know what I mean the yep. The, the way you treat yourself, the way you treat us, it's all connected. All it, it. You can't isolate health the way you think you can isolate health. But you know why that happens, though, Jay, is because that's the way um, we're treated. You know how, like, you go to a yeah. nephrologist for your kidneys. You go to a cardiologist for your heart. You know, you go to a neurosurgeon for your brain. And, you know, so because they've split literally the body up in the organs, up into sections and departments yeah. and specialists... We do believe that you take this for this and it's not connected to this. Right. And that's why I told a black man, I said, you know, you keep telling me you got problems with sugar, you got problems with this, this and that. However, it's not going to just be high blood pre pressure medication. It's mm -mm. going to be erectile dysfunction medication. Come on now. You really think your arteries ain't running everywhere? Like it's just go. No. 
I said, keep it up. Keep it up. That's why. And then they try to do the, uh, the Google. I said 40% of black men over 40 have erectile dysfunction, a form of erectile dysfunction. They couldn't believe it. Because it's not just an old man problem. It is a health problem. That's all it is. If that's your it. arteries is clogged enough in your 20s, you're going to have erectile dysfunction. There ain't nothing but a clogged artery. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, the yeah isolating different things. That's like, you know, when a doctor look in your mouth and look at your teeth, like, okay, you need to get your cavities filled or do whatever before you have heart disease. You cannot separate these things. That's right. That is yeah. a big fact, Jay. Like, you would be, I'd never forget when um Kim, you know, Dr. Kim Bradford, she's a, a dentist, you know, that took from the table a couple times and... Kim's so cool. We've been working with her for years. But I remember her telling me, like, as a dentist, she can look in somebody's mouth and tell what some of the chronic conditions they're suffering from. Absolutely. Even through the smell of your breath. Right. The halitosis can be an indicator of disease in the body. So it presents itself in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah, the skin darkening. Oh, absolutely. And the pigmentation of your skin. There's so many ways our body communicate with us. Yep. There's so many ways our bodies communicate with us. But, you know, what, what, what will happen when you have a skin condition, right? You go to you, a dermatologist. Absolutely. Like, no. And then they try to and t treat it topically. They yes. try and treat it externally, but all it is is a reflection of what's going on in the inside. Absolutely. Skin is the largest organ on the body, but it's the least prioritized when it comes to nutrients. And if you're already not eating right, mm -hmm. your skin is definitely not getting fed. Right. And you trying creams and you trying all this stuff when it was the plants. It was always the plants. It's so funny because somebody we know personally, I ain't going to say no names, but they tried to sneak a little um, cheese on their potato and they couldn't figure out why their nose was running. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so petty for some reason, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, and it was petty the way I cracked up. I <laughs> They're like, the only thing I did different was ate a little, it wasn't even that much. I said, okay, you ain't learned the last time when we went out of town and your arms turned black because you tried to sneak in a burger. Talking about if you go to In-N-Out, you ain't about to just be eating no vegetables. You about to eat a burger because In-N-Out is only on the West Coast and you about to eat a real burger. Arms turned all the way black, both of them. So I'm like, you didn't learn. Once you detoxify your body. Once you de detoxify your body, you're not about to just casually step back into it and, act and, and like just nothing. eat a quarter of a cheese and nothing happened. No, because all it, it reminds me when we went to that meditation and that Zen master was like, you know, people say they can't meditate because their mind start racing. But all that's happening is that you being still long enough to see what your mind do, does all yes. day. Yep. That's, that reminds me of this. Like it was always toxic. You had just been still long enough that you didn't know. But now mm -hmm. that you're still, you know what I mean? It only takes. I like how you put that in the, come on now. a different context. Come on now, Jay. Come on now. You were still long enough. Uh, yeah. You were still long enough to see how, how you had been eating all these years was truly affecting your body. But you were constantly going. So you never got the signals. You never got the message. Yeah. But now you see like And just like you said years ago, you you said you could stop eating spinach for 10 years, start eating spinach again and your body ain't about to go crazy. I mean, it's you don't have a reaction like, "Oh, I just had a bowl of spinach." Mm -mm. Because it's what your body needs. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to get a headache, get dizzy, have your nose start, you know, got to go get constipated. Yep. You don't see that that's what your body is rejecting. Body odor, all of that. 
Yeah. Yeah. That ain't nothing but toxins. Yeah. I can eat a Brussels sprout right now. I don't eat Brussels sprout and nothing. The only thing I'm going to say is I don't like the way that tastes. My body is not going to act a fool. That's right. It recognizes natural, real food, 100%. nutrients, and 100%. vitamins. 100%. Anytime your body starts giving you signs and signals, that is not an indicator for you then to override that by yeah. doing something else, taking in acids and, and you know, now you can just a little less or buy the family pack of something and throwing the rest out after you eat four. Yeah. It's just not. Shots fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shots fired. There's certain things. <laughs> you petty. <laughs> I like it though. You just can't, you can't do um, I said something dope last uh, week. Where I was, <laughs> I killed it last week. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I hit him with a one liner so cold last week. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna say it. Listen, if you don't pat yourself in the back from time to time, oh, you got to. They sure won't do it in the gym. <laughs> Shots here <laughs> again. Oh no! If you thought the lesson that I learned from that was to be humble, it wasn't. It was to pat my own self. <laughs> If you thought, <laughs> no ma'am, the lesson there was, was give yourself your flowers, Lise. <laughs> they, oh they got me uh, messed up. Wow. Oh, somebody is scarred. Who, who was talking? Oh, come recognize my girl. I'm going to get, somebody email me. I'm going to give y'all her location. I'm going to be at. Yes. Like, yes. All right. Listen, she's at. <laughs> Walk in a restaurant, ask a prosthesis, ask her, are you that girl from the Black Health? Yes, I'm going to need you to stage that for my ego. Anyway, like I was saying, let me tell you this little fire one-liner I hit him with last week. That's the whole damn point. God, I tried to humble your spirit. No, no, the lesson oh, was. Some people ain't got no damn sense. <laughs> that was the lesson. Give yourself and your pat flowers. pat yourself on the back. Amen. You got Amen. it. All right. But the point I made last week, so I was at, um, the reason I was in San Diego, you know, I was to uh, a little two-day business hookup, a little business workshop, right, with my coach. And um, we were do we did these, like, little breakout sessions. So it was me and um, two guys. We were all in a session together, and we were just, like, breaking down this framework, right? And um, I was coming up with some, like, content ideas. And I'm actually going to do a live video on, on this soon on social media. But to your point, us just talking about, like, how when you eat, you know, spinach or Brussels sprouts or whatever, like you don't have this extreme reaction, negative reaction yeah. physically or whatever. But one of the things I said is like, you know how we always eat for behavioral reasons. We always eat for pleasure. We always eat for comfort. We always eat for emotional reasons. We mm -hmm. eat based on what feels good, what looks good, what we were triggered by an ad or something. But very rarely does someone think like, us and how we teach our students in Farm to Table, like to prioritize eating biologically, mm -hmm. right? Eat what your body needs to do what it needs to do at a high level. Mm -hmm. Most people don't go through their day like, oh, did I get some antioxidants in today? Did I get some fiber in today? Did I get this thing right? And so that's how we try and teach our students to think. And so one of the things I said last week was we starve ourselves because we're so busy trying to feed ourselves, you know what I mean? And, and not realizing that being fed is not the same thing as, as eating. Yeah, like we just try and, you know, we literally starve our bodies of the raw phytonutrients, macronutrients, vitamins, minerals, water, antioxidants that we need to thrive because so we've been so busy trying to eat. I'm about to use that in my personal life. I'm acting like it's mine. And take it. <laughs> I'm like, look, take it. 
Say it one more time. You're starving you yourself s- trying to feed yourself. You're starving yourself because you're so busy trying to feed yourself. Mm, mm, mm. Ain't that the truth? Ain't it? And I don't know if you really give me no, clout. No, I'm, I'm dead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. Like, <laughs> no, I'm dead. Oh, keep on being about to curse. I got to wash my mouth, but I'm dead serious. <laughs> but, but it's so true, like, how, like, people, like, think about it. Like, when do you guys actually think about, did, what did I give myself today? You know, did I get my chlorophyll in today? You know, did I... You know, did I get some carotenoids, some flavonoids? You might not think on that sophisticated of a level, but literally, do you prioritize helping your body out at least one day out the week? Most of us literally pour junk into our body that our body constantly has to fight to maintain homeostasis, to maintain balance. But when do you ever prioritize like working with your body in an effort to keep you alive as opposed to seeing if it's up for the challenge today? <laughs> I mean, but that's just the natural order of things in, in life where, you know, just like I was talking to the client today, where it's like the, the pleasure and pain principle mm. will rather, you know, have the pleasure now mm-hmm. and the consequences are not looking us dead in the eye. So we're not going to deal with actually having to do the hard work now. We'll just have the pleasure now because I don't really feel the pain. I don't see the pain, you know, and the consequences seem so insignificant. Uh, I don't know. Do you think they even literally consider that there's consequences, Jay? Do you're, you're, it sounds like you're saying they know their consequences, but they're small enough that I'm willing to deal with them. I think most people know that the consequences are kind of maybe aesthetic. You know, I noticed that I got, you know, gaining weight or, you mm-hmm. know, I got diabetes or whatever, or, but I'm taking my medicine. I don't think they realize how much it's impacting, because this is the one thing that's not taught. This is, this is the one thing that's not taught. Because I was talking to somebody about high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, yeah, I got to I gotta get off this medicine because it makes me pee a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it's also shortening your life. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's, it's shortening your life. It's shortening your lifespan. And I don't, the way we know the consequences is not the way the, the public and the society knows consequences. Right. We know that you still have high blood pressure. That's first of all. We know that there are side effects. Mm-hmm. We know that it's damaging other organs. No, I don't think it's consequences to that level, but the consequences that you're dealing with, just let's, let's, let's just say peeing a lot. Why are you dealing with that? Let's just say the water pills, you have, you know, your ankles swelling. Why are you dealing with that? You know, because the trade off is that the medication is keeping them alive in their mind. Right. So the trade off no exit strategy that they are familiar with. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, OK, I, I, I go to the bathroom more often. I might have swelling here. I might have dry mouth. I might have erectile dysfunction. I might have queasiness and nauseous when nauseousness when I take this. But the alternative is, you know, to have a diabetic episode or you know, have numbness or tingling or get some amputated or have a heart attack. So if this is going to keep my blood pressure down or my cholesterol, right. that makes sense. then I'm willing to trade off all of those things. I don't think, I ain't going to say never, but I think rarely does it cross somebody's mind. Like the super long term, it is literally shortening my life expectancy. I think it's just the opposite. They think it's keeping me as extended. Mm, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the challenge, you know, getting people to realize medications are not treatment. They are not treatment. When you're treating something, 
you're treating it in the effort to put it in remission or to reverse it. That's treatment. Medications help you live with it. There is absolutely no light at the end of the tunnel with medications. Yeah. There, you can be on blood pressure medications, diabetic medications, cholesterol medications, steroids, autoimmune disease treatments. You can be on those things forever. You are not, it is not slowly reducing it down to a place where you're going to get off the medications. That's what lifestyle modification does. Medication is not treatment. I need everybody to say that loud and understand that clearly. But because it might present prevent an episode in the short term you think is saving your life. And you can't see it. You know, like if you had a cut and you went to the doctor and need stitches or something like that, big gash, and every time you went to the doctor, they just put a Band-Aid, sent you home, come back in a week, I'm going to put another Band-Aid, come back in a week, I'm going to put another Band-Aid, come back in a week. You will be like, no, I need this to heal. Yep. You will be like, I no, I don't want another Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. I want this wound to heal. How yep. do I fix it? How? How? But because you can't see see the you know the ill the chronic illness inside of you it feels fixed yes that's exactly right and not only that prescriptions are permission slips right so I can go ahead and take this antacid. I can take this Prilosec. You know I can take this and steroid. The same way. I can I can inject myself with this insulin. Right, right, right. I I can take this blood thinner, whatever it is, because this is going to allow me to continue to um, have my addiction. They, the man is so genius and so brilliant that he's went in a lab and created something that allows me to live with my rib tips and steak dinners and wing dings and french fries. And all I got to do is take this pill or shoot up this drug, take this breathing treatment, put on this mask to sleep. All I got to do is shop in the big section. They made a section for me. They made a section for me. Like, all I got to do is go to the plus size session. I'm out here. I can wear with y'all where they got two pieces for me. Like, the world has been so accommodating to people's diseases. Obesity is a disease. Stop acting like you made it because it came in your size. It shouldn't have never came in your size. Period. I don't care. Like, obesity is a disease. Like, why, why do you think you can just be overweight and it's okay because the whole world has created longer yeah. seatbelts, bigger sizes. It, right. All this nonsense. Yeah, it's been normalized. Like you've let literally the culture make you think that your disease is okay. That's insane. Is it? Yeah. And I don't know who more ridiculous. Between who? The people or the creators of the nonsense. Because at what point? I don't know where the chicken ends and the egg begins. I don't know what came first, but all I know is... Like, we need to get our head back in the game and stop thinking like, um, one of my students was telling me recently that a friend of hers was inflicted with all these different health conditions and uh, called her and was so happy about uh, just getting a, a walker or something. And she said she was thinking like, why are you, why are you excited about having a, a walker? Like, it's not, why are we not talking solution? Why are we not putting you in a, talking about putting you in a better position to not have to have medical assistance. Well, we already know that change is perceived as a threat. I mean, we already know that that's, we're programmed. Getting to, a walker ain't change? Literally needing a medical device to live. Well, it depends on what came first. You know what I mean? That you, you didn't have, so you had the illness and you had to walk with the pain or the limp or whatever without the walk. So now the walker feels like relief. Another band-aid another band-aid so 
I'm, you know, like we got, and, and it's not too late. Let me tell you something. I was just talking to one of our students today, another one-on-one. She's 75 years old. I didn't even know she was 75. She's, this is her second time taking Farm to Table. She looked so good, I didn't even know she was 75. I'm like, what? Shout out to Faye. 75. Looking amazing. She said, least I went to the doctor. Matter of fact, I'm about to read this to you real quick, Jay. It's real short. But we on her one-on-one today. She literally, she literally said, um, uh, I know that addressing farm practices will help me eliminate some of, some of my chronic conditions because from taking the course in 2020 till now, the medical reports I received re- recently indicate I am no longer diabetic. I no longer have pre-diabetes. My bone mm. density is good. I no longer have fatty liver and all my vitals are good. Mm-hmm. At 75. They have proven time and time again that we are not supposed to die from, you know, people think, who going to take care of me when I get 70? Who going to take? We're not supposed to just start to just wither away. We're supposed to still have People energy really think, still be able to walk around zip around have good i mean that's just the american way that's just the american remember when you was in china they was just in the park doing a tai you know, chi yeah 80 90 years old grandparents taking care of the grandkids while the parents at work yeah it's not supposed I, to be that way who's gonna take care? i know i mean granted things do happen but people really are programmed like this is the plan yeah yeah i'm, I'm going to start to, to fall apart absolutely so you need to make alternate plans. You know, we've always said it. There's, if you are 70 right now, there's an 80-year-old version of yourself that needs you to do right right now. If you're 50, you know Facts. what I mean? There's a 60-year-old that that's needs you. You're going to meet that 60-year-old, and you're Facts. not going to feel good about what you have to tell them if you have not been doing the right thing. We got to go to the doctor. We got to take these pills. We don't have no energy. You know what I mean? Like, even your skin everything people don't want to age you know they said they want to age gracefully but that has to do with your diet as well oh you gotta drink the water you, you gotta to. you gotta i mean there's just so many different details to aging and progressing naturally yeah yeah the, the, and the, healthy the next version of you is waiting on you to make a better decision today begging you to make a better decision begging today. on you a begging beg- you but mm. but i think one of the concepts or one of the mindsets is, you know, you got to die from something. Mm-hmm. You got to die from something. But before you die from something, you got to live with it. That's the problem. Come on now with the bars. <laughs> you got to live. You don't just, you, you don't just know, walk into your, into your grave. Oh, I got, you know, hypertension. And now here I am, my funeral the next day. No, now. Now you got a whole new lifestyle. You have to live with this before now. you die from it. Yes. Come on, Jay. The don't don't. What a, what a drama. <laughs> that was a whole bar. Before yes. you die from something, you got to live with it. Stop acting like. Yeah. Stop acting like you can just don't. eat whatever, not exercise, now. not drink your water. You know what I mean? Not treat people right. I mean, we we deal with the consequences of how we treat people before we die. You deal with the consequences of how you treated yourself before you die. You deal with the consequences of how you manage your money before you die. You deal with the consequences about how you how you manage your business before you die. You gonna deal with the consequences of how you manage your health before you die. Period. That's it. That's it. So stop saying, "Oh, you gotta die somehow." You ain't gonna be that lucky. <laughs> 
Death will be lucky. Death is luck, honey. No, you got I to suffer in a nursing home. I seen them wanting to not be there. I seen them wanting sure to join. Did. Yeah. You sure did. Oh, please let me not wake up here another day. No, you don't get to just die. No. You get to suffer. You get to suffer. So let me get this straight. Is decision, mm -hmm. disease, mm -hmm. suffer, mm -hmm. die. You forgot indecision. Because somebody listening right now mm. is thinking, I don't know if I should join Farm to Table. <laughs> so I put that in the mix. Uh huh. Because your indecision is a decision. Period. Who told you you had this window of time to wait? Like, it's really real. Like, if you, you can't manage everything. Mm -mm. You can't, you know, so here you are working. Mm -hmm. You got this going on, got that going on. Want to do, and now you think, now you want to be a nutritionist to manage your health? Mm -hmm. Like, just, just take that one thing off the table. Like, you, you don't get a second life. Mm -mm. So stop playing with this one. And we are on assignment. And that's, that's not for you what we doing it for. Like, the point of getting healthy is to leverage your health, not just to be healthy because everybody's here on assignment, right? Everybody is here on assignment. So the, the, the point, if you're not healthy as you can be in this moment, you're not doing your job. You are, you out of alignment, you off of assignment, you being disobedient because it's impossible to leverage your gift. If physically, mentally, or emotionally, you're out of balance, right? Cause the only point of getting healthy and eating the plants and drinking the water and moving the body is so that you can serve at the highest level possible. Right. That's how we're able to do what we do. Right. Right. That's why, you know, I at least wait till the lady leave out the bathroom from the tour. Cause really I'm on assignment. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't supposed to get hype about this cause I'm, it's just my obedience. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so if you're not healthy, you don't have the luxury of leveraging your health, which means your health is a liability as opposed to an asset. Your health is supposed to be nothing but a vehicle to get you to your assignment. That's it. That's all it is. We only on this planet to serve. So if you unhealthy, you not serving, you're mismanaging your gift and it's about to get snatched from you. Oh yeah. Because I heard a, um, was it a sermon, a podcast. I don't know. We listened to some of everything. Facts. It might've been a podcast, but how one person can have, let's just say you got 10 cars, right? Mm -hmm. I got this one car, mm. but if I'm not using that one car, you could end up with 15 cars and my one car gets snatched from me Absolutely. because you drive your cars. That's right. So you're working and I might be looking like, why? She got all this stuff. Yep. She got all this money. She got, why would my one thing get snatched? Because you're not using it. That's it. It's not going to multiply That's for it. you. That's it. Now I'm yes. looking like I'm in excess my, uh, overflow. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm going to live in abundance because I'm using. That's I'm it. I'm serving. Oh my God. I'm living obedient. Like... You cannot get something, mismanage it, misuse it, neglect it, and think it's going to multiply or even remain. That's it. Oh, That's it. it ain't nothing but karma. Everything you get, you put out, it comes right back to you tenfold, twentyfold, every single time. And it, y'all, when I look, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you, because I know it, because I lived it. And I made decisions mm. that were hard for me. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I don't want to live this way no more. So I'm going to put all my faith, all my energy, all my trust mm. into being a better version of me at, at whatever cost. You know, you don't always have to. I think what we do 
is we think in a lack mindset. Mm -hmm. And so we start making lack mindset decisions, right? So I'm going to use money. Um, as an example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I work, let's say a nine to five, right? But I want to have a business. Mm-hmm. But all you keep doing is paying bills with your business instead of saying, you know what? I'm going to trust in this and put $600, just, let's just say, toward my goal. Mm-hmm. You're scared to make a move that's going to better and enhance your life. Mm-hmm. But when when you live with purpose and you do the right things and you live with um, intention, when you're intentional mm-hmm. and you have integrity, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't sacrifice integrity, good character. Mm-hmm. Don't live in fear. Mm-hmm. Everything one. will come to you and you will have abundance. Mm-hmm. It, it just works like that. I don't know Every how. Time. Every time, Jay. I don't know how. Every time. I'm I, I just sometimes I'm just shocked, like, wow, that's really how it works. Yep. Because like you say, it takes up real estate to worry. It takes up real estate to try to it, your brain only can hold so much. And if you're holding on to these thoughts and worrying about the you don't even have room for other ideas and creativity and, and things to 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 come in Mm-mm. because that spot has already been taken. Yep. I remember I was um Michael Beckwith said, he was like, nobody's placed on this earth to suffer, to feel anxious, or to worry. Yeah. That was literally, we were never designed to experience those emotions and those feelings. And people who live in the blue zones, you know, they have less of that. Uh, A whole, how much less? Yeah. But bringing it back to health, which this is health, Mm -hmm. it's hard to experience what you need to experience with, you know, how you said, um... You're not in alignment. It's mm-hmm. hard to be in alignment mm-hmm. with those type of thoughts when your one thought is, I don't feel good or, you know, my head hurts. We hear personal stories because we're kind of in this world and the things that people don't share, even on, you know, the intake forms and things, you know, why do you want to be here? Yeah. And people share that. That's not stuff people are sharing with the world. So. Mm-hmm. Our view is a little different because we're like, in we're a- like, we see all the stuff that people they're are suffering. hiding. They tell us how they're suffering. Yes. The, we're on the front line. So we see, Fact. oh, you would have went on that cruise had you not. Oh, you would have took that job had you not. Oh, you could went to your daughter's graduation had you not. Yep. Right? So if we sound, if we're sounding a little intense, like it's not that deep. It is that deep. Oh, it is that deep. It's definitely that deep to be to be healthy. It, it really is that deep. There's so many opportunities that can't be redone listen you don't get a second shot at everything like that that marriage is not happening again that funeral is not happening again that that graduation that's not happening again you could have made different that's not happening again that opportunity for that speaking engagement that you didn't take because you was ashamed of your body that's not happening you might not get that back that that friend's party because you thought that's not like it's so many things and when you feel healthy you feel good you feel confident you are aligned and you will start enjoying life so much more you'll start enjoying people much more that thing that that one person said that you thought was directed to you is going to go over your head because you're no longer insecure like it's so many different small things i'm telling you vibrational frequency so many people vibrate on such a low frequency and low frequency is where lack is that's where worry is that's where anxiousness is that judgment regret anger dysfunction 
that's that low vibrational frequency. When you vibrate on a higher frequency, your conversation hit different. Your relationships are different. You're attracted to different people. You're attracted to different things. Your tolerance for certain things, it, it gets lower. Oh, extreme. Not that thing that you're entertaining right now that you can't seem to figure out why you're entertaining it. Yep. Oh, you won't have to deal with those those things as much and then eventually not at all anymore. Yeah, but your your vibrational frequency has to has to increase. You know what I mean? And then listen, I told y'all I still love it in Denver. I'm still on this one. Listen, problems dissolve when your consciousness expands. Like I just repeat that almost every day. Like every time I'm thinking about something or trying to figure out something, like I, I'm just able to tap in on a higher vibrational frequency. Now, because I understand that there's really no such thing as a problem. Mm -hmm. It's just a such thing as um, a small awareness about what's available to you. And, you know, a a different perspective and point of view that you can't tap into because you're vibrating so low. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so that's just so heavy to me. Like, but we can't get on that frequency if we still eat in nonsense, if we still entertain in nonsense, if we're still playing small, if we're still operating out of fear, if we're still afraid to take chances, if we're still afraid to, you know, be in the spotlight, speak up for ourselves, whatever it is, be advocate for somebody who needs you, who can't be an advocate for themselves. Like when you operate in that space, like it's going to be limited room to grow. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I went to, um, um, it was like a, she was like an internist. She did like a speaking engagement, but she was really into health and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, telling people how to treat their body. And she said, you know, if you went out of town and you had someone watch your plants for you, you came back and all your plants were just like wilted. And the first thing you're going to do is what? People are like, you know, give it, give water. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And then what else? And somebody else like, give it sun. And somebody else was like, give it fertilizer. Right. She's like, why, you know, no one here said pour oil into it. Pour. We give our plants. We know that this is a living, breathing thing that needs certain thing. It needs light. It needs water. We know this, the things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It needs natural light, water, nutrients. But somewhere along the way, we decided mm-hmm. that we can intervene with the natural path and start giving the, ourselves man-made things Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. even though we are a living thing Mm -hmm. so we need natural things that's made by god Mm -hmm. or if you don't believe in god but you you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. we don't just start making up things to give our plants like okay let me give you some you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we have to treat our body as it's a living organism that needs living things that's why we drink um spring water that mm-hmm. because it's alive you know mm-hmm. you got to do things that's alive you yep. got to do you got to think life thoughts you got to eat live food you got to when i say live i don't mean animals i mean like plants yeah absolutely absolutely no them animals be dead when you eat them anyway yeah the animals be dead but yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want anybody to get flesh. confused and no. i don't you know everything that we want to do if you want to live you got to eat and drink and think live thoughts yeah Oh, yeah. You got to be among the land of the living. Yeah. Yeah. When you put that dead flesh into you, it changes your energy structure. It lowers your vibrational frequency. You are what you eat. You are what you eat ate. And please don't think that eating that that flesh doesn't impact your mood, doesn't impact your levels of aggression, doesn't impact any of that. Because it does. And along with your arteries, your heart, your kidney, your lungs and all of that. But it also impacts you emotionally as well and we need to talk about that next podcast because 
uh, a lot of people said, well, I don't eat red meat or pork no more. And this chicken has gotten it put on a, a pedestal. All right, we'll go off about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. all this other stuff got put on a pedestal. And it's like, uh, no. I'm glad that you're trying to, you know, but let's, yeah, let's talk about the next one. Yeah, podcast. chicken is not any better than pork and beef. And um, it's so crazy when you when people people want to tell you what they don't do all the time. You know, well, I don't drink pop. We wasn't even talking about that. You know, <laughs> they just jump in and tell you yeah. what they don't do. Yeah, yeah, that's all the time though. That's all the time. Like we, I asked you what the problem was, and you rattled <laughs> off everything to me other than the problem. Other than the problem. No, let, 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 what do you do right. that's causing the problem? Right. Well, I don't. I don't do candy. I'm not a candy person. No, I'm I, not. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, but what I are never you? like candy. But what are you? Oh, you a cheese person, a chicken person, an egg person? A faux for faux per like what are you? I never drink water person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't stand exercise per. Tell me what the problem is. Don't tell me what you're good at. Um, listen, but shout out to Farm to Table. This podcast is sponsored by Farm to Table, our signature plant-based coaching program. Listen, if you haven't already, please join a wait list. We're gonna open up enrollment again for the winter 2022 uh, semester in the beginning of December. So visit, click the link here in the bio. You can go to theblackhealthacademy.com to check out Farm to Table. You can go to lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me to get on a wait list. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, your, your formula for DIYing this thing is not working. All right. You've exhausted your own intelligence. It's time to step into a place of higher learning, higher understanding, reverse the miseducation, reverse the misconceptions, and come learn what you need to learn. We're going to be hitting y'all with a whole bunch of more testimonies. They've been killing me with the testimonies this semester, Jay, and we ain't even done with the class yet. This is the halfway point testimonies. When we get to the 10-week testimonies, I'm just going to take my mic off and throw the car across the room because I already know what's coming. <laughs> I know what's coming, Jay. And me, you and Tiff going to be together for the graduation and commencement in December. Listen, it's going down. It is going down. This semester is coming through real hard. All black women killing the game. Come, came to get this health, coming to get these plants. So shout out to our class of fall 2021 who's killing it. We can't wait to walk you guys across that virtual stage um, in a couple of weeks. But listen, if you know you want to be a part of the family and you're sick of doing it your way, you're sick of going in circles, you're sick of trying to figure it out, you're sick of trying to Google and YouTube everything, um, you're not sure who to listen to, you need to verify some stuff you think you know, learn some stuff you never heard before, and you need to get on a wait list for Farm to Table. Okay, so that's the blackhealthacademy.com. Get on a wait list for Farm to Table for our winter 22, uh, 2022 semester and come get this health. And listen, if you a coach or if you're in a health career, you need to come get this fire. The other 23, we are having so much fun in this semester. I got 17 health coaches who I am certifying in plant-based nutrition and high-level coaching techniques. Jay, we got coaches who dealing with going to deal with cancer. We got coaches going to use a plant-based diet to, for type 2 diabetes. We got coaches. We got one coach who's going to use a plant-based diet to help women reverse herpes so that they can have a natural birth. We got another coach who's using plant-based nutrition to work with teen athletes. Like We got mental health specialists in the other 23. Like I am so proud of these women um, and how they intend to use plant-based nutrition to really change the game. So if that's you, or if you're like a nurse, doctor, mental health specialist, social worker, somebody who's already in a career, but who wants to master nutrition to help the people you serve better than you want to get on the wait list for the other 23. And that is also at the blackhealthacademy.com. So either way, you better come get this health, come get this work, because um, things going up in 2022. So you better get in where you can fit in. Listen, guys, until next time, be, be well. well.